Hello and welcome to the Gemcast. I'm your host, Alex Knight, and this is not episode 7, but a quick intermission to discuss the abominable Gem teaser trailer. Today I'm joined by Aline Sims, founder of the Less Than or Equal podcast, and science fiction writer K. Tempest Bradford. Stay tuned for a non-action-packed episode, but a rather unfortunate and sad one. Showtime synergy. Oh my god. So, a lot of people are upset about this. Because it's terrible. I certainly have a bunch of things on my mind that that are not necessarily positive, but oh, I am trying so hard to be optimistic about this movie. I really want to give it a chance. I totally get it is a trailer, and a part of me wants to think that they have a bunch of stuff up their sleeve that they just don't want to divulge in that trailer, but there, there are so many questionable things going wrong in this trailer at least from my perspective but you know what let, let me let's just start on a positive note for a sec there's a positive note yes absolutely there there is there is there's a bit of that <laughs> okay well first of all my my initial reaction when i first saw the poster i i i thought it had elements of of greatness and i thought it, they got the colors right i thought um the the logo was very 80s looking it, it it seemed to be like a nice homage to the original logo logo um you know it even had the little the little star above the the j and whatnot um so i thought that was good um but that's just the poster um so when when we get into the actual trailer See, this is this is what confuses me because I remember when they when they released a shot a few months ago. It was um it was a shot of the of the holograms on stage, and I thought it looked very eighties inspired with the with the outfits and they had like a keytar and everything. So I'm like, okay, that looks really cool. There's lots of glitter and glam and whatnot. And that's kind of what that what that calls for. But the rest of it is so weird like i am really not convinced that that there is any actual holographic anything in this movie because because first of all starlight enterprises and they they already they see they're already fiddling with things they had to change the name to starlight enterprises whatever that's a nip, small nitpick but it turns out the music company is the one responsible for creating gems persona so that whole mystery, I mean, okay, fine, the public doesn't know who she is, but all these people in the company know her. So what about the whole holographic thing? Like they're creating her appearance. And but what confuses me is there there is a scene and it's only for like a second where you see Jem say Showtime Synergy, but who is she talking to? You don't you don't see that. So, who is Synergy? Is she a computer? Is she just a regular person that you don't, that's off screen? I mean, what is going on? I'd like to hear from both of you. I think that they're gonna name like, like in the Hunger Games, how um, how all of the contestant, all of the contestants, all of the tributes had like stylists. Like, Synergy is a Senna, so Synergy is going to be like a gay person of color who like 
glams them all up. Like I, I, there is nothing, nothing, nothing that hints at like amazing hologram. It's just like a coming of age movie. Oh my God. It's not even just a coming of age movie. It is a by the numbers girl, uh, band movie. Yeah. Like this is dream girls. This is the Gwen Stefani story. Somebody on my Facebook feed pointed out that it's basically Josie and the Pussycats, but Josie and the Pussycats was a lot more fun and made a lot more sense in the context of the source material. This makes no sense in the context of the source material. It's literally like they said, we want to make a movie called Jim and the Holograms about four girls who are in a band and one of them has pink hair. What? What about sci-fi elements? Nope. What about secret identities? Nope. None of that. Holograms? What are those? That's just a cool name for a band. Let's do this. That's that's totally what this trailer felt like to me. And I don't have any kind of faith. I, I've not had any kind of faith that this movie is going to be good ever since they first announced it. Like, I I don't see any merit in these actresses that they have hired. I don't see any merit in the story that was first, like, you know, many, many months ago. There was, like, a sort of vague plot synopsis that didn't sound any good and the trailer pretty much follows the vague plot synopsis that doesn't sound any good and it just erases all the elements that made gem interesting there's no synergy there's no like cool sci-fi you know thingies there's no actual holograms there's no misfits there's no gem earrings even william shatner on twitter was like where are the misfits even william shatner knows that this is not okay what gave me hope in the beginning was the director, John, is it John Chu? Anyway, um, he was saying, like, he was just professing his love for the original series and the source material. So it seemed like he was so enthusiastic about it, and it felt like, okay, here's a guy who likes the original series, who has seen the show. What could go wrong, Right. I was trying to set my expectations accordingly. Like I knew we weren't going to get some eighties themed movie. Like I knew there were going to be changes. I knew that we we're going to have to modernize it. Like it kind of made sense. Like originally when they, you know, when they released a little bit of information about how sh- she was supposed to be this, they didn't say YouTube, but she's like this online, you know, pop sensation. She becomes popular through social media. I'm like, okay, great. That, seems plausible in 2015 that makes sense but there's nothing else in that teaser trailer that i see that really reminds me of gem other than just that these are these these are characters these are people with the same names as the characters but they're just like empty shells there's i I can't connect with it at all like even like they get the relationships wrong like we get introduced to rio in the trailer and they make it very clear in the trailer that that they have never met this person before, right? And so, so it's like, okay, well, what about Rio's, uh, you know, childhood relationship with Jerica? That's important. Nope, that's thrown out the window too. So I don't know what is going on here. I I also was super. I just I'm like, can we have a movie about some women who form a band? that doesn't turn into a movie about how the leader decides to go solo and betrays her friends. Like I know Mm -hmm. that Beyonce did it and I know that Gwen Stefani did it and I know that Diana Ross did it, but because all those people have done it, 
can we stop having stories about it now? Like, we know that story. It's been done. So many times. You know, you mentioned Josie and the Pussycats, and I've seen that movie, and that is kind of the the feeling that I got when I watched this trailer. This doesn't seem that much different than that movie. And that movie was fine, but this is supposed to be based on existing source material that is that like you said has those those strange sci-fi elements to it so i mean the magic and the heart of the series just seems to be totally lost now i know this is going to seem like you know a fanboy's rant and it kind of is because you know i I shouldn't be judging it based on, you know, like a two minute teaser trailer. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe they will surprise us with something. But it's going to be hard to recover from this because, again, how can you have the holographic elements of the character when they've already shown us in the trailer that Gem and the Holograms is nothing but a persona created by a corporation? So I, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And, like, I, I just don't think, here's the thing. People often try to convince me that movies are better than their trailers. And I'm like, no, because basically there are very few times when the trailer, you know, somehow reflected really poorly on an amazing movie. Like it has happened before, like, but maybe a handful, two handfuls of times in the history of movie making. Most of the time, 99% of the time, if the trailer is terrible it's because the movie is terrible because trailer people people who put together trailers are actually some of the most amazing people on the planet because they condense a two-hour movie into like a minute two and a half minutes worth of something to make you want to watch it and so if a trailer is terrible the source material is probably just awful Mm -hmm. and that's well well, i mean their 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 job isn't to to give you uh false representation about how the movie is going to be right right they have such a small window of opportunity to to get you sucked into that material so certainly they don't go into it with bad intentions they don't want to make their movie suck they want to make their movie look good and i and i have you know high faith that that trailer accurately represents what's going on in that movie it's just that what it represents is not anything that i want to see and i and i've been sort of thinking about today so what exactly is the audience for this movie? Is the audience for this movie mm-hmm. people who've never seen Gem and the Holograms before? It's because little girls. Right. But like, why would you, who cares? Like, why would little girls care about this sad and tired story? Just because like, there's some music in it. Like they watch Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana is a better adaptation of Gem and the Holograms for the screen for live action than this is. And so like what what do these little girls what are they getting out of it nothing so who else is before here's the thing that's perplexing me at the moment is obviously hasbro has the license for gems so they this movie must have been sanctioned by them but how from hasbro's perspective they've got gem and the holograms uh reinvented in a now popular comic book series from idw and the idw comic is for all intents and purposes like pretty accurate to the source material in fact expands on it in more detail for for the characters and whatnot so this is confusing to me as a fan because now you've got you've got this character back in the spotlight but the comic now has really nothing to do with this movie so 
I'd like to know from Hasbro, like what what is the intent of this movie? Is it the intent to get interest in the character again and possibly reboot the series? Well, if they're going to reboot the series in a cartoon format, is it going to be like the movie? Can it be different from the movie? I don't know because now, like like new a new generation new generations of fans, I feel like are going to be confused. If they look at the movie and then they look at this comic, they're gonna—they're two very different things. So, which one is Gem really supposed to be? Yeah, and just even from a toy standpoint, there's a whole reason. Like, who wants to play with a toy where it's just like, and she sings? Well, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> does she sing and do other things? Uh, maybe. I, what? Like, I just—I can't see them launching a successful toy line off of the plot of that movie. No, I don't. The, here's the way I, I think it's going to play out. Regardless of how the movie turns out, I don't feel that there is a strong platform to build a toy line, toy line from this movie because all of the really fascinating and cool elements of the series are now completely stripped out, Right. So uh, let's assume for a moment that what we saw in the trailer is effectively what we will end up seeing in the movie. <sighs> How can you build a toy line off that? You don't. You're not going to have the rock and roadster. You're not going to have cool holograms. I mean, I I think what would happen is is that the movie will go away and people will forget about it, and eventually Hasbro will will reboot the series in a in a new weekly. Um, serialized format and in animation format and and then they will produce a new toy line from that um that's that's the really the only logical way i can i can kind of see this playing out but i think you're giving them too much credit i mean you know alex you and i had this conversation on on your other podcast the impromptu the other day where like you know Black Widow is taken out of like her own amazing scene and the toy has Captain America. Like girls are toys that are even Lego, like toys that target girls are not toys that have any substance or anything more to it. It's they're pink and they're purple and she can sing and every girl wants to be a singer. Every girl wants to be on stage and have attention and wear makeup. Like that is that is the current shtick with toy makers right now. And it's, it's absolutely infuriating, but I fully believe that, that they would be willing to put out a toy based on a movie that has nothing to do with the series that we remember. I, I would not be surprised at all. They certainly could do it. Um, but whether or not it'd be worth their time. I mean, yeah. I, because I feel like the doll industry, which is, I, I know that there's like some term for this, but you know, basically it's the, the Barbie doll like dolls industry is a little different from like other, other aspects of the toy industry. So the most popular dolls right now that I know of are the monster high dolls, right? Like everybody wants monster high dolls. I mean, Barbie is still like very popular and probably, you know, always will be until one day when Mattel falls off a cliff into the ocean. But, but I think Mattel makes monster, yeah, Mattel makes monster high dolls too. And so, you know, even with all the different Barbie dolls that you have, all the different monster high dolls that you have, there's always like some like extra oomph that goes with it. You know, 
I'm sure that there's a Monster High doll that sings, but she's also like a vampire or a werewolf or the daughter of a vampire or werewolf or something along those lines. There's always something extra. With Barbie dolls, even when they have like the single purpose Barbie dolls who are just like, I'm an engineer, I'm a TV anchor, you know, whatever, there's always something else that goes along with that. Um, she's a singing princess. She's, you know, or, or, or something. So, so yeah, I, the thing is, is that Hasbro is not that good at the Barbie doll type doll thing. They're good at mm-hmm. a lot of other toys, but one of the reasons why Gem and the Holograms went away is because they couldn't figure out how to break into that Barbie doll type of doll market as well as Mattel could do it. Um, so is it, I, I wonder sometimes is it like, are they really trying to like it, launch another toy line? This is like a test launch another toy line. Are they like throwing stuff at the wall and they're like, whatever works. So like if the movie doesn't work out, they don't care. They still have the comic. They still have whatever's going on, Discovery Family, etc. But I I don't see I I just don't see if they try to do that, if they try like, and now she sings and there's nothing else about her. She just sings. Don't you want to be a singer? I feel like they fail. Absolutely that's that's the way I feel as well, because to me you're not just selling a physical object that is the doll. You're selling the fantastical elements of, oh my God, I can be anyone I want to be. I I can look any way I want. I can I can change my appearance at any time because I have this super awesome, you know, uh, artificial computer that can create these holographic images for me. So it's in the in the kid's mind. It's like they're they're using their imagination and putting themselves into all these these fantastical scenarios and and you're right i i feel like if if it was just this is a doll this is just a person that sings you're removing all of the the interesting creative elements of of the character yeah it seems like a bigger financial risk i don't know if those dolls would would do as well i i don't know i i i just think one i don't think that girls are given enough credit um and two I think that kids in general kind of buy what they see in the movies. Like, I don't know that that a four, five, six-year-old, I don't even know what this film is rated or if it has a rating yet. It'll probably be like G or PG or something yeah, like that. So it, it, won't, it won't be more than PG. Yeah, so you yeah. have a four, five, six-year-old and they see Jim on the screen and she, like I, I talked to a friend's six-year-old about why she likes The Princess Bride um, the other day. And and I was like, what part of the movie did you like? And she was like, I liked the parts where, where Buttercup was in a pretty dress. And I liked the parts where Buttercup had her hair done. And I liked, you know, I didn't like the parts where her dress was plain. And, you know, the, for little, little kids, I it doesn't matter to them. And I wonder if that's kind of what, what they're, what they're counting on. I don't know. I mean, I know this, this happened 30 years ago, but we all know what happened to the series because of the toy line. It wasn't successful. And I don't know if anybody that's working at Hasbro now was there when that happened, but still that has got to be on their mind about, you know, can we realistically create a toy line based on this movie that will actually sell and can could be on the market on the market for at least a year? Like, sure, I can see them selling um, other types of merchandise like clothing, makeup kits, absolutely. But a doll line seems way more risky to me. Yeah, and just in general, once again, we return to who is this movie 
supposed to be for? Because we all know that the only reason why anybody talks about Gemini holograms today is because people who were young in the 80s who watched the show originally have not stopped talking about it, even as they've grown up. They have mailing lists and websites and conventions and gatherings and, and children and, and, and children. Yeah. And podcasts and children. So if this movie is supposed to be like, Hey, remember Gem in the holograms was an awesome. Bring your kids. You're going to look at that trailer and be like, that's not my Gem in the holograms. And you're not going to bring your kids. Cause you're like, F that. Right. And, and the, yeah, absolutely. And I think the, the fans that were, watching that show when it came out are now are are now adults and, and many of them probably have their own families so to me i think without you know by alienating the fans that have never stopped talking about it that's that's doing some serious damage because this i don't think this film stands alone without without those fans and it's way more risky like if you just take those those fans out of the picture, who the heck is going to know what the hell this gem person is about when they see this? And again, going by that trailer, that movie looks so boring. Like we've mm-hmm. seen that movie before. There's nothing interesting about it to make anybody who doesn't already know about gem want to go see it. You know, I wonder if they did it this way because they wanted people to talk about it. And there's going to be like a reveal trailer sometime later this summer that's that's like more like explicit, you know, like, cause they're getting a lot of buzz. William Shatner is tweeting about this. Not that they necessarily would have anticipated that, but you know, they're getting a lot of like, this isn't the gym I remembered. And maybe they anticipated that. And there's going to be something later on. That's like, I think everybody, everybody deep down really, really desperately wants that to be the case because, and, and, and you know what? It wouldn't surprise me because if you remember last year when they started doing promotion for the movie, they announced that this movie was happening and they cast a bunch of people in the film and they did this contest where they said, oh, send your, you know, we're going to audition fans. And if you want to send your audition tape and you might get in the movie. And it turns out that to- that was total bogus. They They had no intention of casting anybody other than the people that they wanted in the movie, but they did that as just, it it became viral and it, you know, mission accomplished, got what they wanted. They were able to get buzz and a lot of people talking about this 30 year old property or 25 years or however old it is. So wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't be surprising to me if there, if this was kind of like a red herring and, and there's more to it and gosh, I hope there is more to it. There better be. (laughs) Well, We'll have words otherwise. Like, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be back. So <laughs> uh, any other closing thoughts on the trailer before we move on to episode seven and talk about something happy? <laughs> I hope it's a faint. I, I, I do. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I, I looked at it and I was like, they got, they got so much right. You know, like the poster and all the promo stuff and... It was like, oh, the hair and the, you know, the, the, the sash and, and. Well, yeah, it's certainly, again, the outfits, some of the stuff yeah. looks, looks 80s inspired. So that's why I had so much hope. I usually don't for this kind of thing. The keytar. Oh man, I was so happy when I saw that keytar. <laughs> Gotta bring that back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 